Welcome to Cannabis Health Radio, a podcast where we share stories from people around the world who are using cannabis as medicine. The information is meant to raise awareness about the health benefits of cannabis, which should not be taken as medical advice. Now, here are your hosts, Ian Jessup and Corey Yelland. Welcome to the Cannabis Health Radio Podcast. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Yelland. An interesting statistic about thyroid cancer is that women have three times more likelihood to get it than men, but the death rate is the same. Worldwide, more than 40,000 people die from thyroid cancer each year. Today we're talking to the best tattoo artist in England who was diagnosed with thyroid cancer five years ago, and his doctor said if he didn't get his thyroid removed, he would die. He didn't take his doctor's advice, and today he still has his thyroid and is cancer-free. And joining us from the UK is Miles Critchley. Miles, did you like the introduction as England's best tattoo artist? You know what? I'm absolutely flattered by that. Thank you very much. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Miles, how vivid is the day five years ago when the doctor told you you had to have your thyroid removed or you would die? Do you know what? It feels like like loads of chapters since then, but just like it still it still feels as clear as ever to kind of feel that emotion of it anyway. So, but yeah, it's uh, it's, it, it it feels like it feels like worlds away in a way. But I still I'm still not complacent. I still live within my my means of being healthy and stuff like that so and quite a lot's changed since then so but yeah i'm really good do you think about do you think about that day very often um in a in a way of like positive manifestation to tell myself that i'm strong yeah but i don't i don't tend to lean back towards why it scared me or what happened that day or the emotions that i felt because i'm i'm not that person anymore i think i'm i don't know it just, I, just, I, just, I just feel a lot, I just feel a lot better I feel in a much in a, in a much better place. Now, when you left the doctor's office that day after refusing surgery and conventional treatment, mm-hmm. what were you thinking of doing to deal with your cancerous thyroid? Uh, well, at the, at the time, you know what I mean. I, I thought whatever whatever they were saying to me was gospel, so to speak. Um, I got back and looked at people were talking about naturally desiccated thyroid, like pig thyroid and stuff like that. Um, I got in touch with someone that was taking levothyroxine and had been taking it for quite a few years and it actually developed into having um, liver disease and liver cancer from taking it. So that was one of the, one of the main reasons why when they offered me their protocol, I just thought, you know what, you want to you wanna, you wanna put me on a path where I have to take that and then you're going to tell me that if I stop taking the levothyroxine that I'll have, a, I'll have um, a heart attack or fall into a coma of a heart attack and die. So I thought, just them two avenues are telling me that I have to take a medication for the rest of my life, and if I don't take it, I'm going to die. But then finding out that, that that medication potentially can make me poorly anyway, I just thought, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not up my own arse in any way, shape, or form, but I, I really believe what my head tells me at times, you know what I mean? And at just that moment in my life, I just thought that would, it just wasn't the way for me. So as much as I was, everyone was telling me that I had to do it and stuff like that, I made the right choice. What did the doctors say when you refused uh, their uh, 
method of treatment. In the, not the exact wording, but just like in the politest way possible, he was telling me he was calling me stupid when I mentioned alternative therapies or alternative treatments like oils and stuff like that. He, he, he just pulled this 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 grin that you'd pull to an old person as you walk past them at night time. Do you know what I mean? Just that just that polite little, just like oh, you think you're making the wrong path there, mate. But um, yeah, I just I. I, I, I I'd, if, if it wasn't, if it not, not to like blow your trumpet, but blowing the trumpet, like if it, if it wasn't for your your radio station and me going on Google and just going on YouTube and typing in cannabis or cured my cancer, if I would never have found your videos, I would have never had two hundred plus episodes of people to give me loads of hope and faith into knowing that what I was doing, I could run it with my head down and just know that I'm going to win, no matter what anyone said around me. So people keep talking about plural anecdotes is not a cure. Do you know what I mean? But just like within its own stats to me it is do you know what i mean it's like if 50 people have taken cannabis oil and they're all right now and they didn't do the other thing it's just like well i'm going to do what them 50 people are saying you know what i mean you i, I don't understand yeah. why people are trying to why would you take health advice off people that make money off you when you're ill what were they wanting to do with you what was their proposed method of treatment for you they wanted to give me a full thyroidectomy um they wanted to give me radioactive iodine in the form of a capsule where I'd have to go and stay in a hotel for a, for a week or two because I'd be like radioactive, whatever they said. They wanted to give me radiation um, and put me on the levothyroxine for the rest of my life. And I just thought, you can't, you can't take medication like that at an early age and not expect to get 30 years down the line and your organs that process them just not work properly. It, just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. I didn't want to be that. So, How old were you when you were diagnosed with that? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just, I just turned 35 last week. So I, I was like, I don't know, I was like around 20 or something. So it was wow. a little bit, not oh, oh, 20, but it meant about, uh, yeah, 30, 30 years ago. <laughs> Probably about 30 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Miles, uh, were you overweight when you were diagnosed? Yeah, yeah. So at the time, this, this absolutely baffles people's heads when I talk about this. So at the time, I weighed 32 stone. Um, I had type 2 diabetes. My injuries weren't healing too well. Um, all my testosterone levels were absolutely jacked. Um, so I started, obviously I started doing the oil. My life had a big change around and I decided that like, there's no one else that's going to save my ass other than myself. And I just thought, if I can't try and heal cancer if the body that I'm trying to heal it in isn't strong, do you know what I mean? So I started fasting. So I went from eating whatever meals I was eating. And don't get me wrong, when I was younger, I used to take a bit of steroids, and I think that might have been one of the reasons why my thyroid jacked in on me. But, you know what I mean, I, I was all about, like, that sort of way. But now I just, I, I eat one meal a day, pretty much, uh, between 9 o'clock and 1 p.m., 2 p.m. Um, I don't tend to eat anything after it. Um, in the space of 10 months, I lost 17 stone. I don't know what that comes across in pounds, but some of my well, friends... Let me, uh, let me clarify for listeners. Uh, you weighed, uh, I figured out, one stone equals 14 pounds. So you weighed 448 pounds. Yeah, yeah. And then you lost 238. That <laughs> is just remarkable. In 10 months. And do you know what? I'm not, I'm not, to, not to be a weirdo or blow me on trumpet. I didn't go to the gym once in all that time. I just, I just, I just, I just depleted my body of glycogen levels and let my body eat its own sugar. And I just worked and I just, and I just, and I just went walking all the time and I just, and I just lived and I just, I was just out. I just didn't sit on my ass and, and it worked and the weight just started to drop off me. I thought my, I thought something was going wrong in the beginning because my urine was really dark and I just realized that my kidneys were just 
Oh, they were on, they were on full flush. So my body it leveled itself out. It leveled out, it leveled out my my my, thigh, my T three levels, whatever it is. They all went back to perfectly normal. Um, and amazingly enough, it, it it reversed my diabetes. I don't have diabetes anymore. Whether that was down to the cannabis oil being in um, suppository form and going straight into my bloodstream, or whether it was just down to just completely changing my lifestyle so dramatically that it, I don't know. But just like it, it, it worked a treat. I thought like after you know, I mean, I've been. I've been fasting for for a long time now. I'm I'm still kind of like staying around that sort of weight now. I'm not I'm not saying like I'm I'm super regimented into just having that little one meal. Like sometimes I'll go out in an evening or whatever, but like I don't really tend to want to eat at night time. I, I think that at night times that's when you heal. I want it to be just doing its stuff in my sleep and not having to go. Oh, we, we've got all these cancer cells we need to get rid of. Oh, well, what about all that f- sugar in your stomach and all that fizzy pop and all that bread and all that stuff? We need to digest that. Oh, we'll leave the cells till tomorrow. No, you, you, I'll get you. Have your energy in the morning. And you crack on with your stuff at night time. Just a little machine in it at the end of the day. So, I just, uh, I really try to look after it as best as I can. Well, Miles, you look absolutely amazing. Oh, thank yeah. you very much. I, I really, <laughs> if I was thirty and in the UK, man, I'd be knocking on your door. <laughs> <laughs> Your goals. Yes. No, you, you look absolutely amazing, Miles. You yeah, really, thank you. Cheers, really I really appreciate it. what Thanks. you've done for sure. Do you know you're what? Thirty, Corey. Corey, it's you're not thirty. Right. It's all right. I'm thirty-two. All right. You're thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Can I, not not to like talk off like off topic about it. But just like um, I've I've, I've uh, I don't know. I've been looking to like do a bit of like a dating or whatever, and I just think like the the idea of like the old cancer thing. It's um, do you know what? Some people are like so remarkably shallow, and and, and just just to say, just like um, like I said, oh, I've, I've had cancer. And they go, oh, oh, you'll be all right. Then you'll. And I just was like, wow, it's like um, like a bit like do you know, like I'm feeling a bit tarnished or whatever. But just like in my eyes, I I I feel unbreakable. Me, do you know what I mean? I've mm-hmm. in my eyes. I've conquered loads of little bits and that, but it's just funny how people see you as like an injured person, or so to speak. But anyway, the wounded sparrow. The wounded sparrow. <laughs> the wounded sparrow. Yes. Take us on the journey of when you started getting on oil when you got this diagnosis. What made you choose oil? Just listening to the show and every, the the fact that a lot of people had had. I just thought the best thing to do was just to tap in, like alternative ways to, and I always knew kind of like cannabis oil worked in its own little way do you know what I mean so it's um when I've when I've typed in like cannabis oil cure my cancer or whatever I come across like the Rick Simpson sort of stuff and then I wanted to go I kind of just like wanted to come past this this name around this oil and I was just like no I wanted to know like why why does the oil why does it work mm-hmm. why do you have to decarboxylate it why do all different terpenes have different like entourage effects with different cannabinoids on the body and stuff like that like you know what I mean? Looking into like essential oils and stuff like that absolutely baffled me. Do you know I mean the majority of people that do the washing up and the clean the partners, the male partners' clothes in linalool lavender, which is a naturally testosterone suppressing essential oil? Like you just, you just, yeah. People need to be, people need to be a little bit more educated. So I've, do you know what? I, I think um, in my own politest little way, I've I've gained a little bit of. And I'm, I, please excuse the last word, but it's the only one I can use. Like health anxiety, I think I'm a little bit overconscious of just so many things. Like I don't, I don't like plugins. I'm not. I'm. I just, just little little bits and bobs here and there. But I, I, it keeps me on my toes. Do you know what I mean? It makes me. It makes me 
feel as good as I do. So you're aware uh, of how these things may impact your health. Negatively. Yeah, just 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 endocrine disruptors, just like just t- like toothpaste. Like how many how many parents give the kids toothpaste and say go and brush your teeth, but they don't read the back of the packet where it says only use half a pea's worth amount, and if swallowed, please contact poison support. And it's just like. But then on the adverts, they're giving big full brushes of it. Kids are upstairs. They want to taste minty fresh and are swallowing thousands and thousands and thousands of PPMs of fluoride. Even just looking at the basics of the periodic table in the top right hand corner, you're going to get your fluorine and your chlorine. And underneath it's iodine. Um, you know I mean, whatever's on top can destroy what's underneath it. So you're telling me that I, so fluorine and chlorine are on top of iodine, which is in my thyroid, which I need in my body to keep me healthy. So you're telling me that I'm bathing in chlorine and fluorine every day. It's in bottled water. It's in absolutely bloody everything. And it's naturally just decreasing the amount of iodine in my body. So like, now I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll take like Irish sea moss and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? To just like make sure I'm still getting all my vitamins and stuff like that. I don't think um, on supplement wise, I used to take such a broad amount of things, um, and I've really tried to just like taper it down to taking like tonka ali, uh, shirajit, um, Irish sea moss, and just trying to stay within within that now. Um, there's a lot of people that use like titanium dioxide and stuff like that for on tablets and stuff, and I, I kind of just went to swerve all that. So, but whatever I'm doing, it's working. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. Miles, with uh, cannabis being illegal for the most part in the UK, how mm-hmm. did you go about obtaining cannabis for your use uh, and your thyroid cancer? So, for the for the avid UK listeners out there, where I don't want to like, I don't know, burn myself, I just had, I just had, I just had some really nice friends, um, and just yeah, and just. Just add a bit, add, add a, add a, add a bit of money put to the side, and just thought, you know what? I need to, I need to build a lab, and I need to learn how to, to get all this sort of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Without getting arrested, without getting opportunists going, why are you looking to acquire this? Or, do you know what I mean? It was just, um, yeah. It, 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 do you know what? It kind of added to the story of it all a little bit. Do you know what I mean? It, it made, it made it that little bit more precious for me in a way. I think the laws here, like. Yeah, people the people should really look at the Cancer Act of 1939 and understand that there's you know the UK is one of the largest biggest distributors of medical marijuana under the name of GW Pharmaceuticals, which was led by like one of the one of the labor one of, the, one of these politicians' husbands or something like that. And then you've got also something called UK Sugar, which is also a massive massive cannabis farm in the UK. And I just think, you know what? It all kind of sounds like it's all just down to money. This that you're not allowing it to be all right because like you can go to New York now and you can just walk down the street and just buy something off a vendor in the road. Yet there's such a stigma about it in the UK where everyone's just like, "Oh, cannabis! Oh, it's bad!" And it's just like, yet there's buildings full of people just drinking neurotoxin alcohol. Do you know what I mean? Just all the time. Like, I'm not. I'm not knocking people for drinking. Do, you know what I mean? Pick pick your own. But just like, I just think it's a. Uh, I think it's cruel how like, I, can, I can use something for medicine. And like I was saying before, I can be tired for it in a way. Yet alcohol is just so okay. Do you use cannabis prior to um, your diagnosis? And also when you started taking the cannabis, how did you do it? What form and how much were you taking and how often? So I, I started smoking cannabis from a very young age. Um, which I did throughout the majority of my life, and then when I met my child's um, when I met my child's mum, and she fell pregnant, I decided to quit smoking and pull my pull my socks up, 
And then, yeah, and then obviously I get diagnosed. I started taking the cannabis oil and I started to like having to take it. And I just thought obviously within that, over that duration of time, it was, I don't know, I, I had to come to peace with it in a way, even though like I, I didn't like the, the, the feeling of cannabis and stuff like that for a long time. So it just it just took a, a different minute, but just then within my own like mentality, it, it kind of leveled itself out. But So I originally started taking it like how much wise. Um, I started doing suppositories. I was taking it orally at first, sublingually, and I just realized that it was a little bit too psychoactive Well, for me at the time, uh, the way that I was synthesizing it and the way that I was heating it and for the amount of time that I was heating it for decarboxylating it, I think I'd been told that I'd been altering the cannabinoids to a slightly more sedative state or whatever it is. So like now now I, I do it differently now and it still works the same. So so I started just taking it orally at the time and it became really, really intense. And I thought, you know what, I can't handle this. I need to start doing suppositories. I found out that suppositories are one of the fastest way of getting anything to your bloodstream. Many people out there that are nil by mouth that can't take medication. So I just thought, there we go. And I can get a much higher dose in there. And I can just, I can just have a have a big bit before I go to bed, and then I wake up in the morning, I, I, and I'd be quite like, I don't know, I could be quite affected it by in the morning, but then if I have a coffee, I'm all right. But um, yeah, so now, and now I'm, st- I still take cannabis oil all the time. Um, I heard one of your episodes a little while ago with a gentleman that said he'd not taken it in five years, and that's I'm, I'm chuffed for him. Do you know what I mean? That he can have that, he can have that stuff for that. That's amazing. Um, I, I just, I just, I just still choose to take mine. I just see it as like a, a like, like a multivitamin in a way. In, yeah, I don't take oil to feel stoned or anything like that. Do you mean? I just want to stay alive, me, and that's all. That's all I want to do now. So, but yeah, yeah. And that maintenance dose is so important. I have repeatedly seen this over and over again, where patients stop taking it once they're clear, yeah. and inevitably it comes back and it comes back with a bang and you know certainly they don't need to do those high doses that they're doing when they're trying to clear themselves but even like a gram to two grams a month is what i suggest to people so i think i did a gram orally the other day on a little one-off and i woke up the next day on my day off you know what i I just thought i'd be super ballsy you know and i just thought yeah you know i'm 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 strong-minded i'm not gonna wake up gasping for air feeling like my heart's gonna beat out my chest and i was all right but i just woke up in the morning just like quite quite tired i must say but i usually do now i've got these little i've got these little capsules that contain half a mil and i, just, I usually just do a half a mil suppository like i don't know like once or twice a week or whatever sometimes mm-hmm. i just once a week i just i just like to make sure i get that good decent dose in there so that when i wake yeah. up or whatever i can i can tell that i've had it so i know that i've got a load of cannabinoids in my system so well, we've talked about this before on the program, and uh, taking it by suppository, it makes the THC, Corey, correct me if I'm wrong, 100 times more effective, and the CBD, 250 times more effective. Yeah, it's much stronger taken, taken rectally. Yeah, the concentration is 100 times stronger for THC, 250 for CBD. Yeah. Yeah. That, that really is incredible. When you were taking the the cannabis oil, mm-hmm. did you, in your own heart, think it would work? I was crossing my bloody fingers for a couple of months. I tell you that I, I, I just I bought myself like a, a cannabis oil testing kit, which is called a T-Chep Two, um, and it just it just it just it just shows it just shows what's in your stuff and stuff like that. So that, I used that for a little while. That was great, but I, I think at the time I was just really hoping. 
it was just working or it was just going to keep working. I knew that the oil would work because there was not a chance in hell that you can make any sort of cannabis oil as strong as I bloody made it, where I could have half a grain of rice and it'd absolutely wipe me out. Like It had, it had to kill cancer, there weren't a chance. Once I'd been told that I didn't have cancer anymore, it was just like, well, how much do you take? And I was just like, oh, uh, I'll just have like half a grain every every week. And I was just like, mm, no. So now I've, I mean, it's taken me my time now to to balance it to the way that I think it works now. Like, but I'm in a good place with it. I'd love it to be a legal a legal state. Like, I don't think many people know that cannabis was actually legalized on November 14th, 2018 in England for medical use. Um, not no not no recreational stuff, but you can you could become a member of I don't know like the TMCC, like these medical cannabis clinics and stuff like that where you can get a prescription and stuff. But I think it all deems under the eyes of the law when it comes to driving. Um, you know what I mean? You can be, you, you, you'll be legally allowed to possess 10 grams within a prescribed pot tub. But then if you're under the influence of cannabis whilst driving, you're still under the, you're still under the influence of drugs. So you'd still get banned. <laughs> yeah it's just like you can you can have cannabis for medical reasons in the uk but you're not allowed to drive you have to just stay in your house with it so i don't like that miles how long after you were diagnosed did you get the all clear oh do you know what i think it was i think it was like six months now was it six or seven months oh uh, wow yeah 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 well. they, they, they just they just came back and said I, I, yeah I, I, I took loads then i and I just, I, and I, would, I was just, I was just really aggressive about it. I, do you know what? I'm such a, I'm such a big thinker of like manifestation and not no hippie vibes, but just like just really being stubborn in the way that you think about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, how many people do we know that have been told they've had cancer and they don't have any education of any cannabinoid or any any cannabis related stuff, and they've they've sadly passed away within a short amount of time because I've just out of fear, I've just been told a really short prognosis. What is that other word? You know what I mean? They say, oh, you've only got six weeks to live and they die within like three weeks or something like that, sadly. I mean, yeah. just, be- just because they don't know. So just like, I think having, having like, that's I me mean, like listening to your show and stuff like that, hearing about people working, I was just like, no, I'm, 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 I'm just like them. I'm stubborn, me. I'm, I'll starve. I'll, I'll cut out all that shit. I'll take cannabis oil every day. I'll tell myself every single day, wake up, I'm strong, I'm healthy, and I'm unbreakable. I say it every single morning, half in my head and half in my voice. I do it every single day. Yeah, that's great. What did the doc? What did the doctor say when you got the all clear? Uh, so they still try and push for the treatments, even though there's no reason to. So I think that's a bit. That's a bit frustrating. Even though, even though I'm okay, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but yeah. I wake up in the morning for a little while ago. Like, obviously, in the in the in the beginning times, like there was around like when COVID first happened, and I'd not been scanned in a year and a half because they were, they were too busy doing whatever they were doing. Do you know what I mean? They couldn't give me an appointment. They said, I got a text message on my phone saying I was super vulnerable. I wasn't allowed to go outside. I was outside every single day. I'm not, there's not a chance in hell that you're going to tell me that if I've got somewhat of a compromised immune system down to your shit diagnosis, right? Sorry, excuse my French. You're, why, why are you not telling people to go outside in the sunshine and like get loads of, get loads of vitamin D production and eat loads of vegetables? And why are you just telling people numbers and trying to scare people? I mean, I'm, not, I'm not trying to go down that whole path of that, but just like, I was so like on health. I was just like, nah, but I'm not staying inside because someone's telling me to and just sitting here worried and that. I want to be, I want to be strong. So it works a treat, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love your attitude. 
<laughs> I mean, you just I, you just say fuck them, and that's that's it. It's, it's, it's polite. It's, you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. Like if I if I if I if I get like a UTI or whatever, or like I break my arm, like I I love the I love the hospital. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they, they, yeah. they, they sort me out. Do you know what I mean? I'm, but it's just like I just don't like the idea of of just of just of just that path that they had. It just wasn't it just wasn't for me. So and I just said no. You know what though, cancer definitely tells you who your friends are. Massively. Yes. Like, oh yeah. Oh like yeah. like 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 so much so. Like like who's actually there and who's not there. Yeah, it's amazing. So Corey nodded her head when when you said that. Yeah. I've heard that a lot and I've yeah. seen it in my own and just with myself. Absolutely. It, may, it makes you it makes you strong though. It does. It makes you strong because when you when you realise it's just you, like when I when I when I come downstairs that day, like when I was in that waiting room, when I got told I had cancer or whatever, like I just, I just like text my partner at the time saying like I had cancer. I just, I just thought I've got cancer, and it, it was just, as, I was, just, I was just so much shocked. Do you know what I mean? So when I come downstairs, and like I get in the car, and she just looks all shook about it, so trying to talk about like, oh, what's up? What's up? Well, tell me, tell me. And like I, I just turned around in the, into the back seat and just looked at my little girl, and she just had this little worried look on her face, like she didn't have a clue, but she could just sense like I wasn't happy in it. And I just, felt, I just felt like I was a lion surrounded by loads of hyenas, and I just thought. Nah, I'm not. This isn't me. This, and I just, I don't. I just, I just roared and screamed and bit my way out of it, man. I just, I just wasn't up for saying I'm too stubborn for my own good, and I'm, and I'm dead sorry about it to anyone that thinks I'm patronising. I think on like on Facebook and stuff, I'm always posting stuff about like health and alkalinity and water and stuff like that. And it's people go, oh, just put a sock in it, man. And it's just like, no, 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 no. Do you know what it is? It's like it took me so much fucking energy to be to be as strong as I was in that time when I lost my, my family and all my house and all my stuff, do you know what I mean? It's, it, took, it took a lot of energy, that. Your partner left you after that, right? Yeah, so two weeks after I got diagnosed, she turned around to me and she said, I'm not prepared to stand around and watch you die, pretty much, because I wasn't prepared to do the treatments that they were looking to do. So within, like, in its, in, in its like, primitive sort of ways, do you know what I mean? Like, a, not, to, not in a no woman-man sort of thing, but just, like, she saw me as someone that was giving up because she she wasn't educated, so I don't blame her for anything. Do you know what I mean? It's just there. Uh, it's just that's just that's just life. <laughs> so I just I just I just had to just deal with it as best as I could. What was the overall reaction from your friends and family when you chose to do the cannabis route versus the cut poison burn? Everyone said I was stupid and I was going to die. Every, every everybody. Everybody. Do you know what I mean? There's like, oh, I know what you mean. Believe me. Yeah, like, like, like at the time, like, I, I went to work the next day. I, I didn't have any time off work. I had to earn money. <laughs> I had to keep living. Do you know what I mean? Like, cancer doesn't give a shit about your bills and all your and all your sort of stuff. So, it was just like I just had to. It, no matter what, I just had to stay driven. I had to stay focused on what I was doing. Look where you are. Look where you are now. Yeah, like every, everyone's reaction can be. Whatever, whatever it wants, and, it, and it's only theirs. Do you know what I mean? But like, I was, I was the one that had to look after it. So, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of myself. Yeah, I think you should be, Miles. I think your story is absolutely incredible. You, the massive weight loss you had, and you decided on your own to take matters into your own hand and clean up your health and deal with your health issues in the way you thought was best for you. Yeah, uh, using cannabis, change of diet, and mental attitude, and you know what? It worked. And yeah, today you are cancer-free. 
and you're probably healthier than you've been in most of your life. I, I'm telling you now, I'm I'm the healthiest I have ever been in my, in all my life. I'm 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 so educated. I'm so much stronger. I feel really good. Yeah. Good on you. Good Thank on you. you. Yeah, your story is really, really inspiring, and we thank you for doing this. Yeah, I was dying for a little catch-up with you guys, you know. Not like as a little showy-off sort of thing, but I, I, was, I was just dead excited to speak to you again. Thank you so much for, for all your efforts and all, the, and all the videos and all your channel and stuff. In the politest way as possible, like you, you were a massive part into one of the reasons why I'm still here, so I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you, Miles. Great work. Keep it up. And uh, I was right in introducing you as England's best tattoo artist. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, man. his work. He's <laughs> done some good stuff. <laughs> Thank you very much. Ian okay. will be right there. <laughs> yeah, I need an update on my tattoo. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, look, we'll look after you. Don't you worry about it. We'll do something nice. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Miles. <laughs> Thank you very much. You have a good day. Before we go, I want to let our listeners know that you can help us spread the word about the amazing, often life-saving health benefits of cannabis just by sharing the podcast, writing a review, or rating us. We very much appreciate uh, the help of everyone who's done that already, and we really like the five-star ratings. We'd also like to thank those of you who support the show by making a one-time donation or a monthly donation on our Patreon page, which you can do for as little as $5 a month. It helps to keep us running. You'll find out how to do that on our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. Thank you for your support. It means so much to us. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Cannabis Health Radio. Thanks for listening to Cannabis Health Radio. For more information and to search previous podcasts, visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. Subscribe so you don't miss new episodes. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This podcast is made possible by donations from our listeners. If you found the information helpful, please consider making a donation in any amount through our website. You can also help us share our message by leaving a review on your podcast listening platform. We are very grateful for your support. Thank you. listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your cannabis business podcast, The Talking Hedge, and newest member on Podcon X. So come on over and check out The Talking Hedge. We talk about business news, interviews, investments, events, all that stuff. So come nerd out with me over at The Talking Hedge. You can find me at thetalkinghedgepodcast.com or on all your favorite podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out.